five bells. Stand by all stations. Attention, all districts of five alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. Fighters, the true to life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire. In just a minute, we'll join Chief Cody and rookie fireman Tim Collins in the control cockpit of the huge airliner droning its way through the clouds. A few minutes ago, Tim had settled back to enjoy his first airplane ride, thinking only of the vacation ahead. Then suddenly, Chief Cody is summoned to the pilot's compartment by Captain Lorenzo. Fire has broken out in the after-baggage compartment, and the pilot has asked the chief to investigate. Well, we'll learn the next thrilling development when we join them right after this message. Firefighters, let's get aboard the giant airliner winging its way through the dark far above the earth. The pretty stewardess, who is still trying to make Bobby Bunker, the co-pilot, comfortable after being overcome by the fumes from the CO2 extinguishers in the baggage compartment. Well, the passengers, reassured by Chief Cody's words, are trying to make the best of the situation they do not wholly understand. And in the privacy of the control cockpit, Captain Lance Lorenzo turns to Chief Cody and Tim Collins to say grimly... Tail control is still acting up. But I'm getting some response from it now. Uh, that's more than I can say for your radio, Captain. Captain, I sure did a thorough job on it. It's out completely, Tim. You're dead, Chief. I had to be the one who knocked out our communication. Well, it's my fault you were thrown against the panel, Collins. When the ship gave that terrific lurch, you were caught off guard. You didn't know you'd have trouble with the tail control, Captain. So stop apologizing, both of you. We may be in a bad spot, but we're far from licked. Roger. How'd the fire look when you checked last, Chief? Fumes in the compartment, lots of smoke. Uh, not much chance of getting at the source itself until we land and can really dig into it. Oh, what I wouldn't give for a good flying hook and ladder right now. <laughs> Maybe we'll have something like that in a few years, Collins. But right now, we're going to have to set down where one's handy. Uh -huh, you're going to radio ahead to the airport now with the equipment dead, Captain Lorenzo. Tell you both the truth. My guess is we don't have time to make that airport, radio or no radio. Can you make an emergency landing in this vicinity, son? Vicinity covers a lot of space in a plane, Chief Cody. We'll find a spot. Can you reach that case to your right, Colin? Uh, this here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a chart case. Open it and pull out uh, number 17, I think it is. Yeah. All right, I've got it. Good. Uh, if I spread it out here, can you see it? Sure. Oh, Chief, yeah. that button there, and we'll have a bit of light to read it by. All right. Good. Now then, let's see. Oh, look at that, would you, Tim? Makes our district maps look like pretty small potatoes. Yes, sir. Take me a year to learn to read this chart, sir. Not at all. Simple when you get used to them. And I think we're getting our first break since the fire broke out. Found a landing field nearby? Oh, if so, give us the answer in minutes rather than miles. <laughs> okay. Only this time, don't forget, you're not going to a fire. Oh, that's a fact. This time, we're carrying it with us. 
that, and that must be a new experience even for you, Chief. And one a bit too dangerous to want to repeat, Tim. Uh, what about this airport, Captain? Uh, I'd say about ten minutes away. Huh? Off my regular course, north by northeast, but I don't know it too well. Set up by a small charter company outside of Milltown. Well, how about landing facilities? Landing strip in good condition, plenty long enough. They must use good-sized ships if they carry freight. How about landing at night? Dangerous? No. Feel like this is bound to be well-lighted. All we have to worry about is getting there in time. Oh, that's all, huh? Well, anyway, we can tell what our chances are. Well, Private Collins, I understand we've got one of the best men in the profession among our passengers when it comes to judging fires. A certain Chief Cody. A certain Chief Cody feels kind of helpless right now. But if another check on that luggage compartment will help... It would, and I'd appreciate it. Just be careful you don't black out like my co-pilot did when he got in there. Uh, Chief knows his stuff too well for that. Can I give you a hand, sir? Uh, no, thanks, son. The less excitement around that spot, the less chance of panic among the passengers. Nothing on earth can stop that if the fire breaks through into their area, Chief. Or if heavy smoke begins to pour in, for that matter. No. Well, if we keep calm, it'll be a good example for the others. And the way that stewardess has gone about her business. Uh, so uh, little things like this happened every day. <laughs> well, I got a mind to sign her up for Engine Company 32 back home. Not a chance, Chief. You tell Peggy that if and when... I owe her a dinner for the job she's doing keeping things under control out there. I'll see if I can do as well. Here goes. A few minutes later, Chief Cody emerges from the baggage compartment and sits down breathlessly. The stewardess, Peggy Taft, joins him a moment later. Her eyes troubled, but she says quietly and calmly. <coughs> Are you all right, Chief Cody? You look a bit woozy. I'll be all right in a second, Peggy. I only had a mask. I might accomplish something in there. Isn't it too late for that? Tell me honestly. Well, yes, you're right. I hate to admit it, but that fire in the baggage has got us licked till we get our feet on the ground. How much time do we have left? Not too much, and that's a fact. We're off our course. I can tell by the lights down below a while back. The skipper making an emergency landing? Yes, he's heading for what sounds like a perfect spot to land. But there isn't one good airport between... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. You mean you think he made the picture sound a little better to Tim and me than it really is? Well, he must have, yes. But don't worry, Chief Cody. The skipper's one of the best. He could set us down in an old cow pasture. Well, that is... That is what, Peggy? Well, I know this territory. And even under perfect conditions, a night landing is a tricky thing, Chief. Mountains, for one thing. Well, let's not borrow trouble we get there. Well, we've been doing some circling, so I think we're already there, wherever that is. Uh-oh, there's my light. The skipper's slashing for me. Or for you. Well, we'll both go. Uh, put on your best smile few words with the passengers on our way for the sake of appearances, and we'll find out what's what. A moment later, the chief and the young stewardess crowd into the control cockpit behind Captain Lorenzo and Tim Collins in the co-pilot seat beside him. Close the door, Peggy. This is a private conference. Now, take a look below at those beautiful blue eyes and tell Collins and me what you see. Well, we could use a lot more moonlight, Skipper, but that ribbon of light to the left must be the Severn River. Uh, that's just what you said, Captain. Yeah. But there's something wrong. What else, Peggy? Well, where the sky is blotted out just beyond the river, I I'm afraid those are the mountains. Uh-huh, right. And according to those moving lights on the other side, that's Highway 24 with a dandy series of high-tension wires running alongside of it. I'm afraid you drew us a kind of optimistic picture a while ago, Captain. Well, I didn't see the point in worrying you, Chief. But none of this stuff worries me. What 
gets me is that pitch black hunk of nothing underneath us. Am I right, Peggy? Oh, you must be, Lance. The Stratford airfield must be there. Then what the dickens are they hiding it for? Where are their lights? We've got to set down there or else. Well, it's not on any of our routes, Skipper, but I've heard some of the pilots mention it. It's not the world's best field. I don't care if it's the world's worst. I could bring us in there okay, but not in pitch black. For Pete's sake, what are they doing saving electricity? You said something about this charter company handling mostly freight for a mill town here. Ah, the chief's right. They're just not expecting any landings tonight. That's why it's dark. We ought to see lights from the hangar, from some of the buildings. Oh, well. I've had the landing signal on since you came in, Peggy. Right, Skipper. I'll go out and see all the passengers have their belts passed. Good luck. You're not trying a landing in pitch black, are you, son? That'd be suicide, Chief. But I'll give that field a buzz that would wake the dead. What? You're going down, buzz the field between mountains on one side and high-tension wires on the other? Nothing else we can do, Collins. We've got to attract their attention. Get those lights on. Get yourself anchored beside him, Chief, because here we go. Okay. that field twice now and still no signs of life. If they don't know we're in trouble now, they never will. Uh, yet there must be somebody there, Captain. You said you caught a glimpse of that light in one of the buildings, didn't you, Chief? I'm sure of it, Tim. On our last swing down, there's somebody at that airfield, no question about it. How much more time before that fire and back really breaks loose, Chief? 20 minutes? That's well, hard to say, but less than that, I'd estimate. Ah, uh, too bad. If we're going to set this ship down, this has to be the place. We'll buzz them once more. Well, that won't help. They must have heard us before. Tim's right. You're sure this field has lights? Of course, Chief Cody. But I don't see how we can contact them now. How about a parachute? You got such a thing? Yes, but who'd handle the plane with my co-pilot? I wasn't thinking of you or Bunker, Captain. You're not thinking that, that you, Tim. Well, why not, Chief? I could bail out... Oh, listen to him, would you? His first plane trip... Oh, you've got what it takes, Collins, but... Well, the point I... is, someone's got to get whoever it is at that field. Get those lights on while there's still hope. But to hit the silk in the dark over territory you don't know. I'll take my chance, Captain. The life of every person in this plane depends on your making a landing. And mighty soon. If either of you can think of any other way, let's hear it. Only the steady drone of the plane answers Tim's question. Neither Captain Lorenzo nor Chief Cody can see any other way now of getting landing lights. Not only is it a tough decision to make, but if Tim makes the drop successfully, what then? Is there a reason for their failure to attract attention up to this point? For the answer, be sure to listen to the next exciting episode of the Firefighters. In just a moment, Fire Chief Cody will tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But right now, let's listen to this message. And now, Chief Bob Cody with a message for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. A number of fires recently brought to the front of my mind again the fact that dirty and defective chimneys are a leading cause of fires. I figured I'd bring a couple of things to your attention before your chimney decided to do it for me. Better that way, don't you think? Well, see that your folks have that chimney cleaned of soot regularly. You yourself can check for cracks and holes, notice if there are any places where the mortar or bricks are loose, and report it at once. A simple task, but mighty important. So thanks a lot. And now till we meet next time, this is Chief Cody saying so long. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear...
I said, let's go! Let's go! Firefighters! Firefighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.